And welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the Hubbo Community Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Droughts and swathers and graduates, oh my. I was not prepared for I, exactly, that. Exactly, right? I, would, I like to keep you on your toes, Susan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. I wished you would have told me you were going to no, say that. I, I would have know. tried to have some other timely That's okay. Quote, it's it's going to be an interesting day. We are loaded here. There's also do. If you're tuning in and you're going to listen to this, keep your eye to the sky. There is weather brewing. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a kind of a maybe a little bit dicey later this afternoon, possibly Thursday. So You keep, know what's really interesting? I am going to a meeting in Newton uh, at 6.30, sponsored by one of of our former guests, Harvey, Have County, an umbrella. Harvey County Emergency Management, okay. about storm preparedness. Ironic. Ironic. <laughs> Very ironic. So, so, I, you know, I don't know that they'll – well, anyway, Mike Anderson, if you listen to this between now and 6.30, text me if you cancel. All right. So, okay. loaded day today. We're going to cover a lot of summer safety tips for those kids as summer is rapidly approaching. What a wonderful time. I remember summer. It was always a good time. Yeah. We played a lot of wiffle ball. Well, and you grew up in – the greatest place in America. Oh uh, yeah. So That's summer right. probably was always safe and fun and fulfilling. You know, I grew up. We did not even get a neighborhood pool. Okay. So swimming had been invented, but um, <laughs> but they hadn't invented neighborhood pools. They had apparently. they had water though. They, they did. They, they could yeah. Get, get but um, till I was about eight, and so you know, we had. I don't even know where I swam. I don't think I did. Oh, I do. Backyard pool that my parents would boil water on the stove to warm it and carry it out because they didn't want me to get something. Okay. okay. Please write in if you were from the generation where your parents added hot water to a tiny little portable swimming pool in the backyard. There's got to be at least one person out there. Hey, I remember my dad tried to dig a pool in South Texas, but that didn't happen. They said if they – my grandpa said if they could dig a pool, he would concrete it, and they got about four feet deep and then filled it with water and just jumped in the mud. (laughs) So that's a great that, story that's how they said. yeah that that was the South Texas so, cool. so. all right well today do you want to introduce these go people? for it we okay. are we've got we we are loaded we are I mean it's it's packed in the hub the hub is packed that's true we're glad to have some representatives from Vance is being shy a couple of organizations <laughs> that actually all dovetail together and partner we're yes. really excited to have Kelsey Lautensock from. Heston Recreation and Community Education, and Don Lafferty and Allison Nickel from Heston Elementary School, and Officer Vance Frick, who works district-wide and also in his free time, solves all problems for the Heston PD, not that they have any. No. (laughs) (laughs) But... No, you're not <laughs> no, getting you're in not, trouble because we're going to get no. Chief Eilert on here next week. Yeah, probably, sure, so. no but anyway, you know, I think that it is important to think about summertime. And mm-hmm. one of the things that, um, you know, I've said to kids is don't let summer be the enemy. Don't let free time be the enemy. And so um, because it is challenging. So we would like to maybe just hear from each of you about what's available in the community. What what are the reasons that you think kids need to have a schedule and be engaged. And so I think that if it's okay, we'll just kind of begin with Dawn and Allison and um, maybe talk a little bit about those. And um, I'll just let Rusty visit with you gals. Okay. All right. Cool. Sounds good. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, yeah, what are some of the, what are the kinds of activities available for kids in the community this summer? And what are the reasons, like Susan said, we want kids to be involved. We we love having kids involved. I mean, there's so much going on at the rec. There's stuff going on all the time. Maybe you guys can give us a little bit of overview and stuff, what you guys are seeing, what these kids want to be doing. 
Mm-hmm. Allison, how about uh, I let you talk about some things first, and then I'll piggyback. Well, sure thing. Um, <laughs> as a first grade teacher, I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't promote reading all mm-hmm. summer long. And so, you know, you have teachers at your back all summer. If your parents listening in, we're trying to get you to get your kids to read all year long. And that is just going to be that much more important in the summer when they're not spending their days in the classroom and getting all that repetition and practice with us, but it's so important for kids to be uh, continuing um, academic activities during the summer. And in Heston, there are a lot of opportunities not just to do that at home, but for instance, the summer library program that's going on this summer, the theme is all together now. And our class came last week to check out what the program was going to be about. And it sounds like they have a ton of free activities and fun activities that the whole family can be involved in. And so we would definitely encourage you signing up, being part of your summer library program, or if you're not from Heston, just find your local library and enjoy lots of fun activities that have to do with reading this summer. Reading is always good. I actually did read sometime in the summer. I remember finishing a couple of books, even be like, okay, I don't want to go to the pool. It's kind of hot. I want to stay inside. Oh, here's a book. I'll crash on the couch and read. So I did do a lot of reading through my years over the – so I can read. Contrary to popular belief, I can. That is good to know. (laughs) I was super motivated by the the rewards of the prizes that came Mm -hmm. along from the summer reading program as a child. Oh, man. stickers. What I wouldn't do for a sticker. That's Yeah, that was super motivating to me. So, yeah, I did a lot of summer reading. Um, One thing that I wanted to say um, is that um, lately here we had Heart to Heart, um, the Child Advocacy Center from Newton, come out and talk with our kids at school about some personal safety rules. But one thing that I really want to make sure that – parents and kids are thinking about in the summer is, you know, this is the time where sometimes we're out playing more outside and maybe um, some kids are home by themselves a little bit more in the summer. It is so very important to know at least three adults that you can trust um, that you could call if you needed something. And it's really important, you know, back in the day when I was young and we had a landline, (laughs) You know, and they say, no, you're a landline. What's a landline? She says. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I had that phone. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But now, you know, uh, mom and dad have a cell phone probably. And like at our house, we decided that it was going to be my cell phone number that our kids memorized and that they know. So I would just say, parents, make sure your kids know um, your cell phone number because it's so easy to just pick up that phone and push the right. button. Right, very true. But you need to also know what it is and how, how to dial it. And it is so important that you have a neighbor that you can trust or, you know, someone that you could call on if you if you just needed something and your parents weren't right there. And know your address, too, right? <laughs> very important. Officer Frick, <laughs> is it important to know your address? Yes. Would you like to elaborate on that at all? (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, so Kelsey, what are you going to have them do at the pool this summer so they're staying out of trouble? Oh yeah. Um, We have lots of fun activities planned um, throughout the summer. Um, We also have some free activities that um, everyone can participate in. 
We offer Tuesday theme nights, which each Tuesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. It's a different theme. So um, two of our theme nights are free this summer. Um, Our first one is on June 6th. It's kind of our kickoff to summer. It's called, um, we named it Carnival Night. Um, So we'll have bounce houses. There will be a meal with um, partnership of the boys' high school basketball team. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, Chill, the famous snow cone truck is coming. Um, They're awesome. Best snow cones around. Um, And then we'll have carnival games and so much more. And that's free. Um, Kind of just a kickoff to summer. Like, let's go. And then um, at the end of summer, August 1st, We'll have our back-to-school bash, Um, and last year this was an epic pool party. We had over 300 patrons come in, um, and maybe that doesn't seem like a lot, but in the pool, that was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, so um, we'll just celebrate a great summer um, and then kick off to a a great school year, and chill snow cones will be there again. All right. Nice. So we got some snow cones, right? Do, we know, need to get snow cone samples, Susan. We need to get them. To, yeah, I think so. Don't they would, they would need to bring them, and we would need to have them like right away. Well, that's fine. I'll, okay, I'll, I can talk with brain freeze, not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Okay, easy. my brain's frozen most of the time anyway, so we're good. Well, Kelsey, it looks like you um, have a lot going. We might just kind of continue in that conversation when um, kids and families come to the pool. I mean, that's like the safest place in America, right? Nothing goes wrong. There's all those lifeguards. Parents can just relax, stay on their phone. They don't have to pay pay attention because you're in charge of their kid. <laughs> well, we do want the pool to be a fun and relaxing place to be, um, but we also want it to be a safe place. So obviously the lifeguard's responsibility is to keep patrons safe in, on, and around the pool. Um but it's always important to have another set of eyes watching your kids to prevent serious injuries from happening. Um, I worked at the pool for, this will be my fourth summer now, and we've rescued a handful of kids um, from the water. And when I went to report to their parents, they were like, oh, my kid was drowning. Like they had no idea. Um, So yeah. Obviously, drowning is one of the largest causes of death in children, and it can happen very quickly. So even the strongest swimmers can find themselves in in distress. So it's important to always keep a close eye on your kids. I appreciate you saying that. And and I'm going to just kind of even, um, this is bouncing like a ping pong ball. That's fine. We're going to let Officer Frick maybe respond to this question. So how, not that it's breaking the law to dunk someone, or maybe it is, I don't know. But but maybe you could say a little bit about how parents could have a conversation with kids about, you know, just behavior in general and not getting too rowdy because it could put someone at risk. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, no, I think that's well. Last year, I had to respond a couple times to the pool just for something separate, and I knew that possibly where I needed to just talk to a kiddo for something there. So, so, and I know the staff and the and actually, I think a bunch of the high school kids will be lifeguards. So, so I'll have that connection with them this summer. But yeah, with a lot of it is yeah, just paying attention to your kids, even even getting to the pool. We have a lot of bike riders in town, so it's um, we see some helmets. It's always good to wear a helmet, um, even with bikes, too, riding with shoes. If you flip, fl- have a flip-flop, it slips off. You can rip a toenail off. You know, it's easy to skin your skin your knees, elbows, but also people don't think about their feet, too. But n- when it comes to dunking in the pool, I, I go off of what the pool rules are. I'm not going to enforce any 
No dunking. No dunking, no dunking. obviously. But, but also it's just a common, have, have that talk with your kiddos about even just personal safety for yourself, but also if you see somebody doing something that isn't, you know, isn't right, it's not tattling on them if it can help somebody from no, not, it, it not can, getting hurt. It kind of so. goes back to the whole, we've talked about this so many times, the see something, say something mentality. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and in the summer, kids aren't in a routine, and so they're not maybe as structured mm. mentally or emotionally, and they get dysregulated, and um, then things can happen. So, well, can you talk a little bit about routines? Anybody? Do the routines matter? Oh, I'm the queen of routines. Oh, Does you are? Rhyme? Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Did. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. No, I, summer can be um, a little bit overwhelming when you look, you go from having a very structured day, you start your day the same way, you go through your day, you end the day similar ways, and summer hits, and it's a 180. All of a sudden, that's eight hours of the day that are not um, planned like they used to be. And so my encouragement would be to be proactive in that as um, an individual, but even as a family, talk about what you want your days to look like. What are some things that you want to keep in your routine in the mornings? What do you want to make sure you touch back on and do in the evenings before we go to bed? Um, Let me just plug in for reading again. Let's put that into our routines, whether that's first thing in the morning. Maybe that's on the way to um, soccer practice or baseball in the summer or during a sibling's practice, a great time to bring a book and um, to include that in your routine. But that kind of routine, it just provides some stability. It helps... um, lessen some of these negative behaviors or things that we might see um, spike just based on that routine really changing. So changes are always difficult. It happens every summer, um, but just to be proactive and be thinking about what kind of routines can we put in place on the front end rather than trying to collect ourselves after something has happened. My, My eighth grade summer, we had a routine. Really did. My fish, name. Golf, no, golf, no, fish, no, 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 fish, no, 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 no. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'd wake up at about nine o'clock. The first pitch of the backyard wiffle ball game nice. would be thrown. At eleven, everybody was so mad at each other. We went home to eat lunch, and then we'd all go a separate way and meet back up at the pool. <laughs> so that <laughs> was a routine. Everything was fine. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I do think it is important, and you know, we all want kids to be successful. Parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, kids themselves want to be successful. But putting some parameters in place. Um, as a counselor, Mrs. Lafferty, how do you feel about parents, you know, maybe doing a dry run with kids on assuming responsibilities over the summer? How can you give some ideas on how people can maybe t- try that out? Yeah, no, I think that would be a great idea because you want to make sure that you know what your kids are capable of. You know, you don't want to assume that they know how to do things that they don't. Um, so I think any time that you can give them responsibilities at home with you there to coach and then, you know, that gradual release of responsibility. And it's, you know, if you have older kids, it's not bad to, um, you know, we're going to be we're going to be gone. We're going to go for a walk for about 10 minutes here. And, you know, just building up that alone time, um, I think, is a great way to do it. You know, when you were talking about how your summer schedule was like, we'd go out and we'd play wiffle ball. Exactly. And then we'd come in. You know, I think there's a lot of kids nowadays that video games and online games are their Mm go-to and they're not getting out, you know, like they used to. And so I think it's really important for parents to build in 
those safety measures or those limits with the online stuff because I mean I know a lot of kids talk to their friends that way right and hours can go by really easy um, and they haven't seen the light of day you know they've been downstairs in the basement playing you know maybe having conversations with friends but it's, it's not the same no. as getting outside in the sunshine the vitamin d you know the the exercise so i think um i think it's a great idea to have some things on your schedule that you have to complete before you get out you know the video games and you know build that into the day mm-hmm. and maybe that's um, the part of the day that is the hottest, you know, like maybe you have a, a time in the afternoon where that's video game time because it is 110 or whatever, and maybe it's not a pool day for you or whatever. Um, but I think parents can really build, build some of that, some of that in. So all these safety things are awesome. I, I didn't say I was going to ask about sunscreen, but Kelsey, talk about sunscreen. Yes, uh, sunscreen is important. Um, the number one comment I hear the most is, well, I want to be tan. I want to be tan. Well, I promise you, you'll still be tan with sunscreen um, on. And I can just show you lots of examples that happen at the pool of people that don't wear sunscreen. And ultimately what happens is they don't come to the pool for four or five days because they have to recover from that awful sunburn that they get. Um, so if you want to, um, take advantage of all pool time, wear your sunscreen and that doesn't mean just putting it on once a day, um, multiple times a day. Unfortunately, the pool doesn't offer break time, but you can incorporate those. Um, we have some awesome new snacks at the concessions, so check out the concessions and then lather on some more sunscreen. So, um. Yeah, and then when you get old like all of us at this table, you won't have uh, wrinkly and dark spots and stuff. So take a, take advantage now. So Absolutely. I mean, I just stocked up on sunscreen for my golf bag for the boat. So, you know, trying to be prepared, be smart, and be, be active about that. Um, yeah. And also, like, uh, on top of sunscreen, you can also – wear dry fit shirts, long sleeve shirts, hats, things to Mm -hmm. protect yourself. Um, Our lifeguards have some pretty cool bucket hats that we sport throughout the day. So yeah, always have um, lots of options. Okay, Kelsey, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? It's okay. it's easy. Are, is are your lifeguards? Are you fully staffed at the pool, or do you still need more lifeguards? We are. It's okay, incredible. Great. This is um, record um, applications this year. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been interesting because bigger cities around us have. I've saw um, articles like they're going to have to cut their hours. They're going to, yeah, just really struggling with lifeguards. But uh, kudos to the high school kids. Um, I think. The kids that we have in school right now are super motivated to work. Um, great. Super great Good. kids. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for our staff this summer. Um, they go through their lifeguard certification um, next weekend. So if you're bored, come walk by the pool and check out all the hard work that they're doing. So, yeah, yeah I'm excited. I'm glad they're keeping us yeah, safe. It was a softball. It was an easy question. It was a very easy question. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> He's I'm good saving, at those, yeah. saving the challenging ones no, for Vance. No, I don't. Well, no. so Vance, I, you know, <laughs> continuing with safety, we um, 
We have a lot of semi traffic in our mm-hmm. community, and we're grateful for that because we yes. realize those two, three industries that are bringing those trucks and in and sending them out are essential to our economy. But what do you think people should talk about, and and how can kids be safe with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. With with we do have a lot of semi traffic, and I've been I'm going to call it blessed with morning crosswalk duty because we had our crosswalk person that was we had scheduled for this year. It got a different job, so they had to quit. So we're, so I've been filling in for most of the semester. And, and honestly, the semis, when it comes to the crosswalk and the kiddos in the morning going to school and after school, tend to be some of the most watchful and careful mm-hmm. drivers. So, oh, that, so that's, okay. that's really encouraging to me with those, I mean, 80,000-pound rigs rolling down. Yeah. Um, but they're they're pretty courteous about not pulling right up to the crosswalk and stuff. But also the kiddos that um, I take the crosswalk to the north, so growing mm-hmm. north on Ridge, and those those kiddos that come through there are some of them will pull right up next to it and make some of the some of the drivers a little nervous that they're going to go. But they do stop, and I have seen parents that you can tell have have conversations with those kids. Say, hey, if if um, the crosswalk person isn't there quite yet, or they're going a different way wait back a little bit so they can just mm-hmm. wait for someone. Uh-huh. And then even if, if I get called to something else and I can't make it right away or something, they've, they're very careful about making sure that they see them. Um, obviously, um, distracted driving isn't just phones. You can just be yeah, thinking, oh, absolutely. thinking about something, what you have next on your schedule for the day, that type of thing. But yeah, if the kiddos can just kind of help keep an eye out, um, be safe, use, use the crosswalks where we can. Our city's done a great job of oh, putting, those in, putting those in in the places that we need them and not just trying to sprint across, you know, a couple of our yeah. four-lane four lane roads. But play Frogger for those of us <laughs> that are old enough to right. remember that. I don't think Allison's old enough to know no. that. But. Well, and I, I think I, that... Um, I don't know if it's possible, but it'd be interesting if we could let every kid at some point set in a semi and then put some things on the ground and have them try to see it. You're up so high that that a child down low on a bike is very difficult to see, and it's everyone's responsibility. So, yeah, we'll we'll try to think think about that. But um, also, you know, traffic and trafficking um, and and just drug trafficking and and human trafficking. We don't want to talk about depressing things, but we are not immune, and we hear that fentanyl is not going away. What kinds of conversations do you suggest that parents have about some of Um, these topics? Yeah, even just being open with your kiddo, saying for the fact that even you bring it up to them as the parent, I think that opens a lot of doors. Just the kids are the kids will realize, oh, you're actually bringing this up. We hear about this in school or, you know, we hear it, f- people at school talking about it or something. But I know, like, the the Heart to Heart um, Advocacy Center that has come and talked with kids, they talk about safety. And um, I'll piggyback on some of them. You know, stranger danger is, you know, an old word or old term that I think is very relevant that we, we still talk to those kids about that. But then also, yeah, it's they say one pill can kill, you know, and fentanyl is, it's a synthetic drug. It's used in the medical industry and it's great when it's in use there. But what it is, is that it just enhances that high, those other drugs. And those people that are addicted are always chasing that first high. So they're pumping more and more in that stuff. And we've found, we found it here in town. One of my first, first code blue calls that I assisted on, it ended up being fentanyl, uh, fentanyl overdose. Um, the person, it was, it's been a couple of years, but it was a younger person, and they came back because they gave the Narcan, mm-hmm. which is the 
the counteractive drug that'll that'll do that. I carry that on myself. I know all of our officers have that as well, and I know the school district's talking about having that mm-hmm. just to be safe in the schools because sure. sometimes you you can't be too safe. So no, it's no. unfortunately the the day we live in. It's so. a reality, it is. isn't yeah. it? It is. It's it's a little bit different era. I mean, growing up, and I think maybe some people can. Um, we remember the the summer. You know, have your code word in case you're walking mm-hmm. somewhere. So if you think someone's trying to pick you up, that your parents and you know that your trusted friend has that safe word that they know what it is. If they don't have it, don't get in the vehicle. I mean, it's it's time. It's a time. Of, it's that time of year. So yeah, and really in a small community just walk to where you're supposed to be rather than jump in a car with a stranger. I mean, you know, if you're not sure, but I think it's, it's really hard to have these conversations. And, you know, I, I kind of was joking a little bit with this crew about the idea of what kids wear and when they're out in public, but I'll say, you know, I'm old and I, and everyone knows that, but it concerns me when I see young students developing, you know, and they're riding, around town in a bikini and you know it's like well why are you looking at him well you can't help but notice and I I cannot imagine that it would be that impossible to say to your 12 year old daughter put on a t-shirt and some shorts so I'll just go on record <laughs> right okay. here yeah is that well, is no, that and, just and crazy kind of piggyback on that. no and I am in schools I mean dress code is something that I don't I don't really am a stickler to but you're you're right um I'm, I'll go old school and say cover up a little bit more if you no. can. But also it comes down to like the cases that we've had when it comes to, there's a lot of grooming involved. So it's online. So it's these people saying, oh, you're so pretty, you know, show me a little bit more. And it just snowballs from there. And then we do have those cases mm-hmm. that, that you see on the news that you, you know, you no, s- we, oh, it, we, we're immune here in Heston. We're not. No, we're not. We are it, safe community, but we're not immune. You right. Know, we great and, it, and it can happen so easily, and it's such a slippery slope. But just having that, it's okay to say no. And a lot of it's that online. If your kids are online, check their phones. Like, okay. say, hey, I have access to all your passwords. Otherwise, you're not going to get this. Um, we've had conversations with parents that they'll be like, oh, I, I don't look at their phones. That's a breach of the privacy. And I was like, oh, do the kids pay for their phones? No, no. kidding. <laughs> no. Okay, so you're still the parent. <laughs> right. You need, I, right. I hate to say this, but you need to look, you need to be the parent. You can mm-hmm. you can thwart a lot of things. You know things that, like, hey, this doesn't sound right. How old is this person? Oh, they said they're 16. No, they're not 16. Right. And it's probably a, you know, exactly. older gentleman in his basement somewhere. <laughs> and, the, and it's happened, but sure. I hate to say. Absolutely. Or, we might as well just be honest with people. Absolutely. I think most people know this. I think the big jump is just pushing what they know. Dawn, you look like you have something to well, share. Well, I was just going to say that, yes, having those conversations with your kids are really important because my kids are to the point where like, what, you're saying this again, mom, you know, <laughs> like um, I feel fortunate that I actually have like a 10 minute drive in in the morning mm-hmm. where I have um, at least one of my kids right now captive on the way. <laughs> and, you know, and just to, to talk about things but you know when you were talking about riding around town um, with just your bathing suit on even back to be like a safety issue you take a dive off Mm -hmm. your bike right and you know ouch that's just so you know if parents want a another reason to say I want to keep you safe it's, you know, I don't want you to the have road, road rash. rash. Yeah, and if you didn't wear sunscreen, it's going to hurt even more. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you can always, at, at the elementary, we seriously bring 
every conversation back to safety Mm -hmm. you know like it's our job to keep you safe it's our job to keep you safe and and parents i think that's their job too um that's really important for parents that they are the adult and it is their job to keep kids safe and so yeah if you want to blame it on i'm keeping you safe you know do it Uh, oh well that's the word oh well (laughs) Well, (laughs) oh well and and bottom line you're the parent Yeah. yeah and and you know i know a lot of people i mean being a friend with your kid that's great when they are 28 <laughs> i'm just right. telling you my kids don't listen to the podcast so if they did they'd say she was so strict but i mean it, if you are the parent first later then they will be mm-hmm. friends as yeah. they help you choose your care home so yes. you know it's just right long-term do, thinking yeah mm-hmm. do, well for me it's short term but, but you know don't be afraid to be the parent mm-hmm. i'm telling you it'll pay off mm-hmm. yeah it's okay to say no to your kids uh, because actually that helps us at school because we have to tell them no right yeah we and the law, tell them no. law has to tell them no the pool yeah. has to tell them no mm-hmm. it's good practice well what else you guys got it's a really good conversation it, it, it really is i mean you know we're also getting in the time i'm gonna make that transition we're gonna throw it back to kelsey again because um it's easy you know not only are we outside but ball season's coming up. I mean, what are the benefits and to being involved in ball season or all those other activities and camps and stuff? Yeah, I think um, regular physical activity can help um, with your thinking, your learning, judgment skills. Um, you're keeping all of those um, sharp. It's also great for your mental and emotional hope. Um, at the swimming pool, uh, swimming is a great source of physical activity. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, as a bonus, some of us don't like physical activity all that much. Um, <laughs> plus, as a bonus, it doesn't actually feel like physical activity. You're with your friends. You're playing games. Um, you're in the water. It's cooling you off. Um, so that's a little bonus of activity, but doesn't feel like it. Um, but what I would say to that, along with swimming and ball games, um, it's super important that you stay hydrated. Again, take those breaks for water reapplying sunscreen um yeah that will help uh keep you physical act, uh your physical activity um sharp um it's also important to know yeah i think i said all what i need to say allison you got anything to bounce off of that oh yes well some of us do enjoy physical activity quite a bit but there's so many ways you can be active in heston oh my goodness and so Um, Like Susan said, walk to the places you need to be. Come have a fun time at the pool. Um, There's an exercise hour sometimes. Is that every day? Yep, every day from 5 to 6. We have lap swim um, for... Adult only. Yes, 13 and older. Okay, so adults and almost adults can come lap swim. But no, I'm a little bit of a brainiac. I love learning about the brain. um, And it turns out physical activity is actually super regulating for us. And so when we're talking about... Routines, that's another thing that can help um, keep our bodies regulated, help keep behaviors kind of under control. Physical activity is so life-giving to our bodies, helps replenish um, all the good chemicals that need to be going through our brain, helps wash out some of the stress chemicals that we don't want um, setting up camp in our brain. And so um, physical activity, such a good thing. Make sure you're getting outside. It's the summer. You've got the whole day. Spend some time outside. Put that sunscreen on. And, you know, you talked a little bit about ball games, and Rusty would not have any experience with this, but um, I would think officiating is kind of a stress. He's looking at me like, I'm waiting. (laughs) 
I would think officiating is one of those stressful times. And, you know, is it okay for parents to feel like they are the second official that there's the paid? No. I'm just going to state no. No. And it's not not a case case of parents feeling that way. We have a pretty good crew of people who are get to umpire. It's not a case of trying to officiate from the stands. Let's let the umpires, our volunteer, our umps who are out there working hard in the heat to officiate games, let's let them do their job and be a supportive stand. There's a great time to be a good fan, and we can have we – have, we're pretty blessed and has to have a lot of good fans. I, I umpired for a dozen years. I only had a couple run-ins with a couple fans where it's like, okay, enough. I'm done with you. No more. Be supportive. Not, not critical. Be supportive. Yeah, and I can speak from a rec perspective. Um, obviously, there's competitive games that happen mm-hmm. in Hessen too. But from a rec perspective, um, our our goal is fellowship, fitness, and fun. And nowhere in there does that include yelling at the umpire. Right. So, yeah, just keep it fun. Have the kids again going back to physical activity. This is supposed to be fun for them. Get outside, be with their friends, learn a new skill. Um, learn new life skills also so um, expand your social circles you're gonna you might not see the same kids you are with day in day out I mean that's how it was with a ball team because we might not be with my core group of friends because when we go play a ball game we're with our team and that was Mm -hmm. a different different group yeah and and the benefit of all this is you can develop a social relationship with the Heston PD instead of a another kind yes. of relationship if, if it gets too far i'm guessing eventually the pd will be called yep. but don't get there but i kelsey this is an idea that i heard another state was doing they had such a terrible time with parents that if the parents complained or directly at an umpire they were required to umpire three games yes, after that, that before they could come back yes. so don't make kelsey and lance put that into place right i i think that's an outstanding idea and the other thing is is a lot of these officials are younger and as a person who had a child or maybe to officiate would you want your kid to get ripped a new one by somebody that thought their kid was going d1 in baseball when they were a first grader i mean you know I'm just putting it out there on every topic, obviously, but be realistic and go and have fun. It's just so fun. It's it's really a time. I mean, it's a time to learn and it's a time to learn as a kid, as a coach, as a parent, a time to learn a new sport, a new new activity. It's a time to learn. So embrace that learning. Right. Get that brain active while you're doing the physical activity. Learn this and there are opportunities that if you think it, your child or, or is ready to go on to a higher level, there are those opportunities. But let's learn that first. Let's, yeah, let's learn the basics and, well, and learn how to be a good athlete and a good fan and a good player. And most and a good of teammate. the learning comes from not from championships. It probably comes from the work you put in ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm an expert at failing. So, yeah. What yeah. else, Officer Vance? I umpired as well in college to yeah. pay, some, pay some bills, and it got it got pretty fun. Um, I, I always asked for the head coach's name I, and, and phone number, and he got a little little like, "Why are you doing that?" And I said, "Oh, you're the first one to get kicked out if you don't control your fans." Yeah, exactly. that, that solved it for it's, that. Uh, but they also came from California, so okay, they didn't yeah. want to. They <laughs> wanted to stay at the tournament. That's no, we had, really clever to just get name and phone number. Yeah, yeah, nice. I think I think as an umpire, from like piggybacking off what Van said. 
my goal is to actually still be teaching to yes. help these kids and help the, the coaches mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't at that aspect and cover something. I remember a kid from Haven who was in the on deck circle and the ball was popped up and he dropped the bat and caught it. And I said, "Bud, I'm sorry, I got to call you out. I got to call the batter out." And their coach said, I don't blame you. He'll never do it again. I bet he never touched a ball from the on-deck circle, but I had explained to him why I did yeah, that. And it was rule. He said, oh, man, you're right. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it's that type of thing that you're going to learn, and you're going to learn a le- life lesson maybe and, and, and grow. And you don't want your kid to be embarrassed by how you act at a summer league ball game. That's very true. <laughs> very, very true. Well, We'll give each of you a chance to give some closing comments on any topic you choose. We're excited to see all your smiling faces at the pool this summer. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, we want it to be a fun um, place to hang out, place to see your friends, place to grow new relationships. But we also want this to be a safe place. So your sunscreen mm-hmm. um know your pool rules um we will have the opportunity to have the elementary school kids come over learn the pool rules review some pool um safety tips before the summer actually starts so that will be great but remember your pool rules and then most importantly be respectful to the lifeguards because they're just there to keep you safe absolutely thanks kelsey yeah that's good Students, you guys have come a long way this year. If you're listening in, we want to celebrate all the academic progress you guys have made, and we want you guys to enjoy. You've earned a summer. Um, Fill it up with really fun things. Spend time with your families. We can't wait to hear your stories when you come back to school, and we want you to come back safe and ready to learn and excited to be back at school. So You're almost there. You guys are almost there, kids. Mm -hmm. You're almost there. (laughs) Thanks, Allison. Um, Yeah, and I'll piggyback off of that. Like, um, parents and kids, enjoy this change in routine where it doesn't feel so just, like, hair on fire, so many things going on that, you know, get a little extra sleep, spend a little extra time together doing some things that you don't normally get to do during the really busy school year. Um, Parents... Um, take this opportunity to read to your kids before they go to bed. Um, maybe you even start a chapter book, read aloud that you do, you know, sometime together during the summer. But just take this opportunity to grow grow those relationships in your own house. I like that. Yeah. No, and there is, I'll just touch on from the PD side of things for summers, um, make your kids go to bed. Oh, that's, yes. that's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, there is a midnight curfew. Um, that is enforced for the first time in a little while. I, Chief Elder might touch on this maybe in the future, but we are fully staffed, so okay. so we have all shifts covered. So so that'll be that'll be fun. We have we have a big law enforcement community, so we have lots of deputies and other jurisdictions living in our town. You um, do so, absolutely. So we'll you'll see a lot of a lot of people in uniform and out of uniform at ball games and stuff. But make sure to say hi every and we we all work really close together and we're and back each other on lots of yes. things so we have a, we have a great great community here so yes we appreciate that thank you guys so much for coming in and talking summer safety yeah. tips major and, props to you guys and and i'm going to give a um do you have gift certificates to the pool concession stand the first kid that I see biking to the pool in a parka and long pants just to make a point about, I'm not out in my swimsuit, I will give a gift card to that kid for $5 and to their parents. So it'll be a total of 10 for the family. Okay. 
if they're just trying to make me look like I'm a fuddy-duddy. Okay, I like it. I like it. Challenge is thrown out. We can do that. Okay, sounds great. All right, Um, other things going on. State golf, 2A state golf coming to town May 22nd, 23rd. There is still a need for volunteers to make this tournament amazing, so please contact the Heston Golf Course for more information at 620-327-2331. All kinds of positions are still open. They need markers. They need people spotting. They need just people to help and make it make it a great event. Major props to the unsung dynasty that's known as Swather Tennis. Mm. The entire boys team is going to state. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's been a dynasty that's flown under the radar. It has been an overly successful program year in and year out. So major props to them. So go Big Red this weekend. Uh, Monday, the golf tournament is ho- the golf team is hosting 3A regional golf as the Swathers are eyeing a trip west to state because 3A golf is out in Dodge City. So they're going to try and make things happen. Go Big Red on that. Uh, tomorrow night is the high school middle school fine arts night at the high school. So that's going on too. So that's a step away from athletics and embrace the, the fine arts. Uh, and Sunday, man, what a huge day. Class of 2023 will celebrate completion. Here at the Weekly Walk, our hats are off to you seniors as you did it. We wish you the best going forward as they are putting their caps and gowns on and, and walking out of the high school for the last time, theoretically, for right. the academic aspect yeah. of it. So These but, are the same kids that three years ago had to walk out and, and finish freshman year. Right online because of COVID yes. and you know that was difficult and yes. disappointing and and we could talk about it for days but it's fun to see them have a really sweet year and a wonderful ending so how I far join you we in have that. come we yes have. and yes. a big thank you to blue stem for the generous donation of the fleece blanket Woo, to help that's cancel why it got out warm some, in here we yeah. just wrapped up in that blanket yeah so cancel out some noise so hey guys email us if you want something that we're not talking about that you want us to talk about email us at hestonpodcast at gmail.com Thanks, Vance. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Allison. Have a very safe summer. This has been the Weekly Walker H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, and we will talk to you guys next week.